1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. Brought to you by Screen X, exclusively at Market Ridge Cinema in New Berlin. Screen X provides moviegoers with a 270-degree viewing experience. Immerse yourself in the breathtaking visuals at Marcus Ridge Cinema's Screen X in New Berlin. Get your tickets at MarcusTheaters.com. Oh, choo-choo. The uh, Mofo Express is pulling into birthday town. <laughs> Here on a December 19th. What? Tuesday morning. Is it someone's birthday? Yeah, it is. It's my birthday. Yeah. It's my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> well, happy birthday. Happy Emmer Effer birthday to you, Santana. <laughs> well, thank you much, fellas. Thank you much. Another you... trip around the sun, I tell you. Uh, what did they do in the uh, in the football locker room? You know, because you're it's your birthday, right in the in the season. What do they do to you? Yeah, there's always some antics or something they put on either the film review or something like that, or how the fellas attempt to sing a happy birthday or something at mm. the end of practice. So there was always some. Did they make the rookies? Did they make the rookies sing happy birthday to you? Come over to the veteran guys' locker and <laughs> stand there for croon, them. Croon a tune. No, no, no. I, I, I picture like Gilbert side eyeing them. Sing mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And they're you know like yeah, happy birthday. Yeah, to Santana. Well, happy birthday, Santana. Oh, uh, well, thanks, thanks. Great time, great time. It's a. Uh, I got to figure you were you were uh, you had a lot of. Well, this is for Christmas too. When you got a a present uh, on your birthday, if it's right now. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Like you know, that's within one paycheck, right? So I think I had to make the decision growing up. Like you always got that question. Like, do you want it for your birthday or you want it on Christmas? <laughs> I want so, it like, on my birthday. Now today, like now today, like if you give me a gift, I might sit it on the counter until like New Year's Eve, just to spite everybody. But. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of used to because once you open the gift, it's over, right? A reasonable right? response. Right. A, a reasonable response from you should have could have been something like, "I want, I want it on my birthday, and I want it on Christmas." I don't want. I'm not deciding. They're two different things. If you were born in September, they wouldn't be saying, "Do you want it for your birthday, mm-hmm. or do you want it for Christmas?" So you right? feel my pain. Yeah, you I do. Absolutely. Exactly. I do feel your pain. I was. I'm an August. Birthday, Brian's a July birthday, so we're you know we're opposite. Far away yeah, from that. so it's never it never came up. But come on, right? It's your day. So the, it's your birthday. July birthdays do they consist of barbecues or what happens in July for a birthday? Uh, cake. And yeah, cake usually. Kool Aid. Yeah, yeah. Then once you outgrow the Kool Aid age, I, I don't know. They never did anything much. Yeah, but my yeah. parent my parents weren't big on. Birthday celebrations, <laughs> right? Yeah, well, all your assigned tasks done. Right, wasn't their thing. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, like, who, whose birthday is it? Oh, it's Bob's birthday. Oh, past yeah. the past the mass taters. <laughs> totally sure. missed out on the bringing uh, candy to school and passing it out, you right. know, for a treat. Now you have half birthdays that. for that. You know, yeah, if your birthday yeah. falls during the non. School year, you get your half birthday, and you get to bring something right, a treat for everybody. Everybody should have a special day. Nope, <laughs> not you guys. And you guys and you These guys people are know. special. Nine months of the year, you three months. No, what do we know? You get three months. That's it. Yep. You guys do know that December nineteenth is the date birth date of great defensive 
Packer lineman. You do guys guys do know that, right? Do you share your birthday with somebody else? Yeah, yeah, a couple of guys. Sean Jones. You oh, and Sean, really? Well, you, you and Sean were on the same line, and you shared exactly. the same. I I probably knew that back when all you guys were in Green Bay, but I've I've forgotten it in the meantime. Oh, so you're gonna give Sean a call today? I'm gonna give him a call today, and another guy is Reginald White. Reggie White. You and you, Reggie and Sean, all shared the same birthday. Isn't that crazy? That is really bizarre. That should be a thirty for thirty on ESPN, right there. The three of you, all born on the same same day, different years though, right? Yeah, but yeah, different years. They're much, 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 much older than I. Uh, did you and I ca- used to always remind them of that. <laughs> did you catch the 30 for 30, Reggie's 30 for 30 the other night? Yeah, it was outstanding. You know, one of the questions I get most often, you know, post-retirement is, you know, the effect Reggie had on the locker room and his teammates. And that kind of, in 90 minutes, I think that show was 90 minutes, it kind of put it all into perspective, what he meant for the NFL, the locker room, and the community at large, you know? He was a uh, he was a complicated guy, but we all knew that when he was here. We knew Reggie was more than than just a football player. Yeah, exactly. And those, you know, and they spoke to that kind of in the E60 thing. I don't know if you guys have watched it yet, but I, when I talked to him before his passing, he was like really on a mission to get it right. You know, as far as studying the Bible, yeah, uh, the original context and things like that, because he wanted to before he got back on the pulpit to really be able to have things right. He wanted to. He was studying Hebrew and the he, original language. Of yeah. He was, some of the writings. Yeah. He wanted to read it himself. He wanted to read the scriptures and yeah. understand them, not be told through an interpretation of what those yeah. what those meant. He wanted to read them for himself. Exactly. Was, he was the ultimate jokester, so I'd always joke to him about, like, Hebrew. I'm like, Reggie, you... You were barely reading the playbook, and that was the end. And now I say you got to have a tutor. You got to have a tutor. You got to have a couple of Hebrew tutors over there. And he did. Uh, as a matter of fact, his uh, his teacher, his tutor, was part of the the thirty for thirty. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Reggie, Reg, and they said, and I thought the same thing. Uh, the last couple, two, three years of Reggie's life, he he really wasn't around because he, he was doing that. He had really. Really buried Studying, himself in that, yeah. you know, learning Hebrew and reading scripture and all that stuff. And like you said, getting it straight, figuring it out. Am I delivering yeah. the right message? Exactly, exactly. So just a great guy, great guy and a great, great, great show. They did a good job. And uh, Jeremy looks, his son actually looks the spitting image of him, which is crazy. Yeah. You know, seeing the walk and seeing his mannerisms, you'd think it's big dog without a doubt. If only he had Reggie's voice. If only, right? That gravelly. That yeah, that rough voice that Reggie had. Well, that little happy voice, huh? <laughs> happy birthday to you. To the, wow, the triumvirate there. Right, that's, that's the whole awesome. team probably should have gathered around the three of you uh, when you guys were all in Green Bay and sang "Happy Birthday" to you. And were there that's three cakes, or was there one cake <laughs> with three names on it? <laughs> Three cakes, come on. Oh, yeah, sure. Just, just what we all had to share our Christmas, yeah. so we all had to share the birthday cake. Yeah, it'd be one cake, one gigantic cake with our three names. That's on. not fair, because in Miami, are you watching Hard Knocks? Yeah. In Hard Knocks, the 
the defensive guys, when they when they're uh, pointed out as having a big play in the game, they get a cake. They literally hand them a cake. Here's your cake. Good job. You know, they've got, really, on right? Tuesdays they've got Tuesday or Wednesday they have this big cart full of cakes they bring cake. into the film in the film room. You saw it, right, Santana? Yeah, I did see that. You're exactly right. <laughs> in their now good I look- really feel jilted. I right. didn't think something like that. Right, Manji, if you got cakes for that big was just plays. for the defense. I think it's the the whole team. It's in a film session. It could be for offensive mm. guys and defensive guys, but yeah, they get cakes. All right. Is that our problem? No. Not enough cakes there'd, going around? There'd be no cakes handed out this week, Santana. Tell me I'm wrong. Oh, there would be no cakes handed out, especially defensively. Oh, my goodness. We, we can figure out how to stink it up, can't we? What's uh, the problem? What is the? They got all these number one draft choices on defense. Eight. And yeah, I, I don't know. I think the effort was at an all-time low, and um, you know you, you're playing the Baker Mayfield, and they were almost out of the playoffs, and I think they just expected that they wouldn't show up. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what was going on, but they made Baker Mayfield look like the first pick in the draft, which yeah. he has never done in his four or five years in the NFL. Yeah, so, Lafleur said it was um, a lack of communication, and they go, well. You have meetings and stuff, and I think you yap at each other on the field all the time. Yeah, and that's right. You can have a lack of communication. You're exactly right. Once or twice, one to two plays at the most, but not four quarters of lack of communication, lack of tackling, lack of effort. I was just like, oh, get this game over with. Okay, put your defensive coordinator pants on and. You're up there, and you have to fix this. Do you call those guys together and go, "What were we doing out there Sunday? What what do we mean? What do you mean we had communication problems?" Yeah, I mean, I, it, it, I don't think it was too loud. You know, I'm looking at signals. I'm looking at basic formations. They just, you know, if you think back to the game, you just saw guys running scot free. They were wide open in the middle of the defense all day. Know? Yeah, which almost gets to like Jerry High School. Like you look. At your coverage partner, linebacker looks at the corner, cornerback looks at the safety, and kind of, you know how you point at the guy? Oh, yeah, he's mine. You nod your head, bounce that hut. Yeah. It, yeah, like when you're – there aren't guys that wide open when you're playing five-on-five five with your buddies in the park because you all grab a guy. I got him, I got him, I got him, right? How about just doing that at the line? I'll say the same thing. And I said, okay. like, I've seen seven-on-seven seven games at the YMCA that do better jobs with coverage. <laughs> Yeah, it was. I uh, feel like it was Godwin all day, right in the middle of the field. All day. Clunk. Yeah. All 15 day. yards. Clunk. 12. Who was the guy who caught, who had a total of 69 yards all season? Oh. Who surpassed, who had like 50 on one play? I don't even remember. But yeah. it was, that's it wasn't embarrassing. It was end, was it? It wasn't. No, as a receiver. But that's I mean, embarrassing. You know, if you're on that. And going back to the coach's hat, like you know, I, I I would have liked to see some adjustments somewhere along the line, along those lines. But they kept on; it was the same calls and the same bevy. And then the offensive side of the ball too. You know, uh, Jordan seemed to be a little off, but he throws better when he moves in and out of the pocket. So. I'm still going to blame the defense here, Santana, because if the oh, defense gets the ball back to the offense a few more times. And they're not up against the wall, you know, having to score. You know, like we got to score pretty much every time we have the ball. And I think that changes everything. I think it changes the play calling. It changes everything. I don't know. I thought Love was kind of off. 
too. He just seemed to, like he was. Well, I'm outvoted. Though. He was rigged wrong or something yeah. for the game. Yeah. Well, just move him a little bit. I think he throws better on the on the run. So if he if he's you know if he's having an off day, and we all have off days from time to time, just kind of get him moving, get those juices flowing a little bit. But we all agree, Joe Barry should be fired, right? <laughs> he's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. Well, I'll say he should go, and you can do whatever you want. All right, let's. All right, then let's pick a replacement. What do you think about Al Harris? He's down in Dallas. People are spoken very highly of. How would you feel about Al Harris coming in? A lot of people are talking. I'm hearing that name more and more. And Al is a great guy. You know, he came out of that Packer locker room, and you know, I'd like to see him with an opportunity eventually. You know, I, I, you know, I'm not sure if he's the answer. But I don't know if the answer is in the locker room right now, currently. There's eight mm-hmm. number one draft picks on that defense, Santana. Yeah. Eight. They were the best. They've always been the best, and you would never know it. Can we get a defensive coordinator who has a number one draft pick in his playing days just to sort of, you know, it all together? round out yeah. the theme? I don't know. That's a lot. That's a lot of first round picks. It is. So you need you need some guys that have struggled to get into the league, and some guys that you know have last last night's grilled cheese sandwich in their beard, and they yeah. just show up to work. And they just want to play. <laughs> when you got first rounders. That's a lot of Louis luggage that's in the locker room. I yeah. don't know, man. Yeah. Maybe they need a last round. You know what? Hey, speaking of last round picks, if you ever get a chance to see uh, Bart Starr. America's quarterback, it, it might make you cry. It's on the SEC network. I watched it last night. Uh, Brian texted me yes, yesterday afternoon. Because talk about a last-round pick. He wasn't – I always thought, you know, he played at Alabama. So I thought, well, Alabama, they always won. He was the backup quarterback on the, on the, the one Alabama team that had zero wins one year. Yeah. And the Packers oh, still God. drafted him. Yeah. So he's the guy. He's your guy. He's your guy who wasn't number one pick. He's the guy with the grilled cheese in his beard showing up for work, Santana. <laughs> Bart Starr. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Packer, America's quarterback. No, I that. So is that a new documentary? Or I think so. I don't know. It's yeah. called Bart Starr, America's quarterback. Yeah. And it was on the SEC network and it was yeah. It was it was good. Yeah, it's very good. It was great visiting with him and his wife all the time. That yeah. was great. Yes, yeah. but those days are past. But I'm just glad that he was a Packer, just like I'm glad that you were a Packer and you show up here once a week and you tell us how we're going to get better. Hey, guys, I'm glad too. <laughs> and then we watch and things don't get better. And, but I still believe they can. All right, can. Then we watch and it doesn't happen. Is this the sort of thing that haunts them for the rest of the year and they just can't figure it out, or is it a bounce-back thing this week against Carolina? And even if they bounce back against Carolina, I'm going to think, so what? You just beat the worst team in the league. Well, let's start there. Yeah, it's definitely better than the alternative to lose to the worst team in the league. So let's hope that we go out there and execute and you know, we just want to feel good about, you know, the last half or the last part of the season, right? So if we can just get a win, a good just go win a quarter and let's get to the second quarter and see what happens. Yeah. The Panthers, I'd like to beat the hell out of them, you know. What's beat the hell out of? 35 to yeah. 3, 35 to 6, 35 yeah. to 7? Yeah. yeah. Okay. 30. And, see, and, what, and what happens, we talked about that a little bit uh, when I was up at the game this past weekend. What happens with 
December teams and records is those type of teams want to play the spoiler. So Carolina would love to spoil any hopes or aspirations that Green Bay has of trying to even trickle right. into the playoff. Right. Just end it for you them. Know? Just put you out of your misery. Exactly. <laughs> that spoiler roll, it's like, okay, so now you're going to play hard? Yeah. Why are you going to play hard now? Well, we've been Why playing hard all year. Earlier this yeah. year. Well, we're going to put a bullet in the head yeah. of your football season right now. That's, That's what, right. Yeah. Well, happy we're birthday. Gonna, we're not going to be the only ones that are going to be miserable this offseason. Y'all are coming with us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true enough. We're dragging you down with us. Are you going to dinner for your birthday? Or is there Cake, a get-together at the house? Pie? Yeah, my kids are making a fuss, and then we're going to – we have our family Jenga tournament. So when I talk to y'all next week, I'll let y'all know how bad I beat them. Because I'm the Jenga champion in this house. But those yeah, Jenga wait a minute. champion. You're playing with the little Jenga on the dining room table, right? Not the big blocks on the patio. Yeah, we got the – weather's still good down here. So you – with those... 70, So we'll be on the patio with the big blocks. Oh, you'll be out there with the big blocks. I was going to say, with your big mitts, I don't see you getting into those tight spaces and uh, moving the Jenga blocks out gently. Right. I got the, Yeah, exactly. We got the small ones, too. But for me to really win this championship today, we need to get out on the patio. Right. You're right. You're right. Exactly. But my kids, my kids haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> Move to a cold weather climate where you have to come inside for winter to play the play Jenga. Right, I'd be in trouble. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck with Jenga. Happy birthday, Santana, and Merry Thank Christmas. You. We'll be uh, yes. We'll be a little off next week. Yes. So. Oh, that's right. It's that's t- right. Merry Christmas. Talk to you next year. Hmm, talk to y'all next year. All right, y'all be good, fellas. All right. I'm going to call you on Christmas. I'm going to call you on Christmas. Hey, didn't Mer- want to waste your time. Yeah, Merry Christmas. I'm going to call you and wish you a Merry Christmas, Santana. Sounds good. All right, my two mofos. All right. All right. Talk to you later. Talk to you later, Santana. Mofo, Merry Christmas.